Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep! P-E-P-Pep! Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman! Today, as we conclude our story of Herbert Calkins, we shall learn whether or not Superman has been able to protect the most important secret of his life. The secret of his double identity. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, old man's son sure is on the beam these summer days. Why, he shows up at breakfast time almost as regular as clockwork. Sheds good old cheer all over the place. And gang, if you want to be on the beam too, latch on to Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. There's a smooth golden toasted treat that is a treat. Crisp, delicate flakes of real whole wheat, full to the brim with slick, terrific flavor. It's a keen flavor, a delicious flavor, a come-on flavor that keeps your spoon coming right back for more. Makes you want to dig right in and, and polish the bowl clean as a whistle. And that's the right idea these days, you know. It's mighty important to get the good out of every bit of your breakfast dish of Kellogg's Pep. Because it's good for you. And because it's not smart to waste cereal, particularly nowadays... Because whole wheat is one of the cereal grains picked out to send to fellows and girls all over the world. Think of that, gang, when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. Make sure there's no waste at your house. If you pour your own Pep, take time to pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. And say, kind of keep an eye on your younger brothers and sisters, too. Just make sure you eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Now, the adventures of Superman. After much exercise of his wits and great powers to prevent Herbert Calkins, famous ex-Scotland Yard detective, from proving a conviction that Clark Kent and Superman are one, Kent grew tired of inventing ruse after ruse, realizing that the shrewd, doggedly tenacious Englishman might perhaps accidentally expose him at some time or other, especially when he discovered Calkins about to find a secret closet in his bedroom in which was indisputable evidence of his double identity, Kent decided on a once-and-for-all desperate gamble. Enlisting the aid of Bruce Wayne, who was really the famous Batman, he sent him into the apartment with orders to keep Calkins away from the secret closet. Then, as Superman, he streaked away on a secret mission. In a last-ditch attempt to keep Calkins out of Kent's bedroom, Wayne fast-talked the detective into playing a game of checkers, during which the Englishman brewed and served tea. Suddenly, Wayne's eyes grew heavy. His head drooped. And before losing consciousness, he gasped. Calkins, the tea. What did you put in this tea? <laughs> Why, tea, of course, old boy. No, you, you drugged me. You, you. Oh, sorry, old man, but I had to do it, you know. Had an idea you were deliberately stalling me, and I must have a look at what's behind the secret panel in that bedroom before Kent returns. Uh, pleasant dreams. <laughs> 
while his friend Bruce Wayne has so valiantly but vainly been trying to keep Herbert Calkins occupied, Clark Kent as Superman has been literally streaking around the world, working faster than ever before in his career. Holding a sheet of paper and an envelope in his hand, he went rocketing first to the North Pole. Wow, it's cold. Very cold. Almost too cold even for me. But if my idea works on Calkins, it'll be well worth it. Well, I guess this paper and envelope have been exposed to the sub-sub-zero temperature long enough. Now for a few minutes of the other extreme. Away! This sun over the Sahara Desert is hot enough to broil a steak and practically nothing flat. Sure is doing a job on this paper and envelope, too. Better give them a dose of humidity before they dry to dust. Let's see now, where can I... Oh, yes. The jungle should do the trick fine. Traveling with the speed of life, Superman, still clutching the all-important sheet of paper and an envelope, plummeted to the heart of the African jungle. After a short pause, he rocketed once again into the skies, headed eastward. Fighting a monsoon off the coast of India, he dove headlong into it, then fighting his way out, headed back toward the California shore and continued eastward toward Metropolis. Meanwhile, back in Kent's apartment, Herbert Calkins is making sure Bruce Wayne is fast asleep. I say, Wayne. Ah, dead to the world, poor chap. Now to continue investigating what's behind that secret panel in Kent's room. I've got an idea there's something most interesting in there. And if it's what I think it may be, I'll have Mr. Clark Kent dead to rights as Superman. Well, here we go. Stepping away from the table where Bruce Wayne lies sleeping heavily, Herbert Calkins moves swiftly to the closed door of Kent's bedroom. At almost the same moment, Superman plummets out of the sky and in through his open bedroom window. Uh-oh, not a moment too soon. This calls for super speed and plenty of it and then some. Moving faster than the human eye can follow, Superman folds the sheet of paper into the envelope. Then, placing it in the tiny closet behind the secret panel, he flings himself out of the open window just as Calkins opens the door. Now to find that blooming secret panel again. Here's the little button that controls it. Press it. So, ah, it opens. Hello? An envelope. Let's see what's in it. To whom it may concern. I, Clark Kent, being a Superman hiding on a ledge outside the window watches him. The former Scotland Yard ace detective slowly reads what has been written on the paper. Then, shaking his head, he replaces it in the secret closet, closes the panel, and leaves Kent's apartment. A short time later, Superman, again in his guise as Clark Kent, has succeeded in awakening his drugged friend. Imagine me, Batman, letting that gumshoe slip knockout drops into my tea under my very nose. Oh, relax, Bruce. You couldn't oh. help it. Besides, everything's worked out fine. Well, what do you mean? I think Mr. Calkins is now out of my hair for good, Bruce. Well, what makes you think so? Because of Clark Kent's will, which I made out this evening and placed in the secret closet just in time. A will bequeathing my few possessions to Jim, Lois, and Mr. White... And my library to Superman. To Superman? Right. If I were Superman, I would hardly leave my library to myself, would I? No, of course not. And I dated the will 1940. 
six years ago. That was long before I ever heard of friend Corkins. Oh, Clark, I thought you were smarter than that. Corkins is a top-notch detective. Well? He could tell from the condition of the ink and paper that the will wasn't made out six years ago. Ah, but it looks as if it were. You see, I exposed it to an aging process. What are you talking about? I exposed the will first to the freezing temperature of the North Pole, the hot and humid air of the African jungles, a monsoon I found off India, and to the dry baking heat of the Sahara Desert. Great Lucifer, all that and back here in time to plan it for Corkins in half an hour? Well, I can move pretty fast when I have to. Oh, you sure can. <laughs> but how about Corkins? Was he fooled? Well, he certainly acted as if he were. I was watching him from outside the window and saw his eyes practically pop out of his head when he read it. Then he examined it for a long time, shaking his head all the while. Finally, he said, Curses by Jove, I was four. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> then he walked back into the living room, picked up his derby and umbrella, uh, Darby, that is, <laughs> stepped over your unconscious legs. Oh, don't remind me of that. <laughs> and walked out of my apartment and out of my life, I hope. Oh, Clark, I've got to hand it to you. <laughs> Say, if only I could have seen his face when he read that will. He was so <laughs> sure you were a Superman. <laughs> if only he knew how right he is. <laughs> Well, all's well that ends well. Yeah. So, oh, excuse me, Bruce. That's my doorbell. Maybe it's Corkins come back to apologize. Oh, right. Yes? You Mr. Kent? That's right. Special messenger service. I got this letter for you. Sign here, please. Oh, okay. Thank you. Good night, sir. Good night. Well, I wonder who this is from. <laughs> Maybe from Superman telling you to keep your old library. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> Bruce, yeah? it's from Corkins. It is? Yes, Listen. Uh, dear Mr. Kent, first off, I wish you'd convey my apologies to your friend Mr. Wayne for my rather hasty and unsportsmanlike conduct tonight. <laughs> Not a bad invitation. <laughs> thanks. I might add, however, that the drug is entirely harmless. Uh, thanks for nothing. I must apologize, too, for all the inconvenience I caused you. But in 30 years at Scotland Yard, I have never failed to get my man. And my pride would not permit me to fail on my greatest case. Well, he failed this time. Thank heavens. Listen. Now that my mission has been completed successfully... Successfully? Hey, that's funny. Now that my mission has been completed successfully, I'm returning to England. Believe me, sir, your most respectful and devoted servant, Herbert Archibald Corkin. Clark, what does he mean by saying his mission is successfully completed? I don't know. I can't understand it, Bruce. Apparently that will gag didn't fool him after all. I, I was sure it did. Well, it couldn't have, though. Great Lucifer, what do we do now? If he publishes his book proving that you're Superman... No, no, he can't. He mustn't. Come on, Bruce. We've got to find Mr. Corkins and fast. Get into your Batman costume. Again, deeply alarmed, Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne resume their identities of Superman and Batman and dash out to hunt for Corkins. We'll return in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, gang, this week's pet dish of the week sure is going great guns. Maybe that's because it's a blueberry bullseye. Yes, sir, the dish of the week is blueberry bullseye. And is it a whiz-bang breakfast treat? Now, here's how you line up this tasty target. Start with your regular serving of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Heap a mound of juicy, fresh blueberries, slap bang in the center. Add cool milk and sugar, and then fire away. Your blueberry bullseye is right in range. And let me just say, those crisp, delicate flakes of Pep teamed up with fresh, juicy berries, are sure lure for your taste. Why, if you've been around from here to there, you've found that Pep always hits the mark with its right slick sunshine flavor. Always tastes so super that, well, you, you can't wait to polish off every last spoonful in your bowl. And you know, these days especially, that's definitely the right angle. Because nowadays, the cereal grains are being sent to give their swell grain nourishment to fellows and girls overseas. 
Remember, when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, make sure there's no waste at your house. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. Pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. Make it a habit to eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Superman and Batman have trailed Herbert Calkins, the Scotland Yard detective, to his hotel, to the home of the British consul, to a restaurant, to a steamship representative at another hotel. And now, at 8 o'clock in the morning, once more in their guises of Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne, have just arrived at a pier on the waterfront where a large steamer is preparing to hoist its anchor. At the foot of the gangplank, his derby hat squarely on his head, his rolled umbrella firmly in his hand, they find Mr. Herbert Calkins. Say, it's jolly nice of you chaps to come down to see me off. Oh, never mind that, Mr. Calkins. Tell me what you meant in your letter about your case being successfully completed. Yes, what do you mean by successfully? Oh, so it is. Everything is completely satisfactory. What? What do you mean? Well, I discovered to my other satisfaction that you are not Superman. Oh, then you mean that... I mean that that successfully completed my case by Joe. Oh, I said they're about to raise the bloody jam plank. Cheerio, you chaps. Cheerio. If ever you're in London, be sure to look. Roaring with relieved laughter, Clark, Kent, and Bruce Wayne wave glad farewell to Herbert Archibald Calkins, then walk off arm in arm, still laughing, to the nearest restaurant for breakfast. A short time later, still chuckling, Kent enters the strangely quiet city room of the Daily Planet, stopped short as Beanie Martin, the copy boy, rushes at him. Hi, Beanie. Where are you rushing to? Well, of course, Mr. Kent, I've been looking all over for you. You've got to do something. What do you mean? What's wrong? We can't get in. The door's locked. Gee, well, of course, Mr. Kent. Can't get in where? What door? Mr. White's office. Holy smokes. Maybe he's being murdered or committing a murder or something. What? Yeah, we can't get in the office. You've got to do something, Mr. Kent. You just got to in fast. Great, Scott. Come on, Beanie. Startled Clark Kent rushes across the long Daily Planet city room toward Editor Perry White's office, outside which the entire Daily Planet editorial staff has gathered fearfully. What is happening? Something of tremendous importance is taking place in Editor White's office. Something which will have a profound effect on Superman and his friends and involve them in one of the most exciting adventures of their careers. So don't miss tomorrow's episode, gang, when we begin a brand new and thrilling Superman story full of action, mystery, and suspense. Be sure to tune in tomorrow, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, talk about famous names. Why, Kellogg is the greatest name in cereals. And Kellogg makes Kellogg shredded wheat. Crisp, tender biscuits that are full up with natural nut sweet flavor. Toasted the Kellogg way, just right. Mighty good for breakfast and mighty good for you. They're whole wheat. Mom knows Kellogg shredded wheat is economical, too. You get 15, 15 biscuits in every package. They're made to fit the bowl. Ask Mother to get you some Kellogg shredded wheat. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.